Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Let's talk about a few good matchups at quarterback. Tua this week in Washington, right? Like that one screams, you know, crazy upside to me, right? Quarterbacks have eight against the commanders, right? Dak last week with four passing touchdowns. Tommy DeVito threw three touchdowns the week before. Geno Smith got in on the action with a huge game this week prior, his only huge game of the year. Uh, Tyrod Taylor <laughs> had a big week against them. Desmond Ritter had a big game against them. Like, look at these names here. Like, Tua should have, yeah. like, a tremendous week this week. Yeah. Like, there's no question about this one. This one's as straightforward as it gets. You don't have to think about this one at all. You're putting Tua in your lineup. He's going to be in your lineup anyway. Same with Tyreek Hill. They're about to have the games of their lives. <laughs> you know, Washington just <laughs> fired Washington just fired Jack Del Rio. He was a defensive coordinator and the defensive backs coach. So now, not only is there no continuity on the back end, but there's also just like they're getting torched every single week. So I think this is just set up for a complete massacre. I, I don't see a situation where Tua and Tyreek Hill aren't to a point even Jalen Waddle, you know, same t- same type of thing. Like any of these pass catchers can get it done at the same time. You know, Tua is set up to have probably his best day of the year because the Commanders they're just run down right now, and the, the the morale it helps offenses just pummel teams even more when the morale is as low as it is right now in Washington on defense because they traded away their two stars, Montez Sweat and Chase Young. They have no pass rush, which is going to give Tua plenty of time. They're getting picked apart on the back, and it's just. We were talking about Dak Prescott having a perfect matchup last week. He came through. Like, this is carbon copy, just copy-paste, the exact same thing. And I'm expecting the exact, the exact same game script this week, you know, as what we saw in Dallas last week with Washington. So, with Miami, you have nothing to worry about. Like, you can't have a better matchup than they have this week. I have C.J. Stroud ahead of Justin Herbert uh, and Patrick Mahomes in my rankings this week. He's in my QB. He's my QB four on the week he has a better matchup than them right justin herbert though you know he should get it done right his matchup isn't as good as cj stroud's going into new england uh you know it's tough putting stroud over him but i think i will this week um i got a lot of shit for putting herbert so low in my rankings last week uh i had my qb 12 he finished as a qb 13 uh this week he's my qb 5 okay because he's not going up against the Ravens. So, uh, but Stroud, man, he's been getting it done since his bye. It, it's really hard to keep him out of lineups right now. Yeah, you can't keep him out of lineups right now. And you look at the the matchup. It's not like 
blow-you-away type matchup with the Broncos, but they've been allowing points to quarterbacks. You know, I think it's the 11 most, fa- most fancy points to quarterbacks this season. And C.J. Stroud's been the QB4 in fantasy points per game since returning from the bye, like you just mentioned. And it makes sense. Is is a coincidence that you have him as your QB4? I, I don't think so. Maybe you read into that stat a little bit right there. But he could also be getting Noah Brown back this week. We're not sure, but it doesn't really matter. You know, he could have one weapon in this offense. The way that he's playing, is he's just playing out of his mind. There's nothing to really worry about here. The overall matchup right now, you know, according to Vegas, is very high-scoring potential. Both teams have implied totals of three or more touchdowns. It's a 47, I think, over-under, which is, I think, the second-highest total of the week. I, I might be wrong, but I know it's second or third highest. So they're expecting a lot of points in this game. The way that the Texans are built to run, it's going to be a dogfight because this is these are two good teams, you know, suddenly. Like we were looking, if you look at this matchup earlier in the season, just like four or five weeks ago, like this wouldn't have a whole lot of intrigue. But the way CJ Stroud's been playing, Denver's on a heater right now. Their defense is playing well. But I'm interested, interested to see how they hold up against CJ Stroud. I think CJ Stroud can overcome this Denver, this Denver Broncos defense. Yeah, it's interesting, man. Like, and, we, and I talked about it on the show yesterday during the waiver wire show because Russell Wilson was one of my favorite quarterback pickups, right? Because he's available in a lot of leagues. Number one, number two, he has a great rest of the season schedule, and it starts right. this week, right? So, uh, if you're hurting that quarterback, right? It, you know, if you need somebody with a high floor, maybe a little bit of a ceiling moving forward, like I think I think Russ is your guy, right? If you're looking yeah. for the, for somebody, and listen, man, we we we. You know, a lot of people have been talking about Russell Wilson, but we, I haven't heard much lately about yeah. Russell Wilson. You know, past what I'm five weeks, he's playing a whole lot better. Nine total touchdowns and no interceptions over the past five weeks. Eight passing, one rushing. And did you see that pizza, pizza call that he had last week? It was like pizza, yeah. pizza. And then it was a QB yeah. read. And then he ran it like three like, times in that drive. He had the rushing touchdown. It's like, let's do more of that. That would be fantastic for fantasy football. You know what I'm saying? The other thing, he's faced. Yeah, he's faced Kansas City and Cleveland in these past few weeks, you know, where he's just been playing a lot better. He put up 16-plus fantasy points in both of those games. So you want to talk about a floor? Those are two really difficult matchups, and he came through in both of them. He's playing a lot better. I do like him the rest of the way a lot more than I did a couple weeks ago. Like the Broncos, they've turned things around. I don't think that this is just like a fluke. I think they might finally be getting their feet underneath them there in Denver. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This isn't really Patrick Mahomes' year, is it, Zach? No. You know, no. Um, you know, he's going up against Green Bay this week, you know, and I was struggling, you know, with starting him or Brock Purdy this week. Purdy's going up against Philly. They're giving Very up the second matchup. most fantasy points to the quarterback position. And I think I have to do it, man. You know, Purdy's been getting it done in good matchups with the high ceiling because of all the weapons that he has. It's literally the opposite. Purdy has all the weapons in the world. Mahomes has none. You know, yeah. so it's well, none. I mean, I'm, I'm being a little bit dramatic here, but you, you get what I'm saying, Not right? So I think I'm going to do it, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to have Purdy at six this week and Mahomes at seven. Yeah. I think that I'm with you. I didn't go through my rankings yet, so it might not be like six to seven, but I think I would agree with you, Purdy over Mahomes this week. Just the way that they're playing, and then the matchup too. Purdy has seven touchdown passes over the past three games, and the Eagles have allowed a top three finish to three of the past four quarterbacks they've faced. That's Sam Howell, Dak Prescott, Josh Allen. You know, 
The ceiling, I don't think, is astronomical with Purdy, but I think a solid 24-point outing is well within reach in this matchup. He only has to throw a few touchdowns, and the Eagles have just been letting it up on the back end. And then to talk about Patrick Mahomes, you know, he's underperforming this season by his own standards. He's the overall QB 22 in fantasy points per game over the past five weeks, just 15.5 fantasy points per game. That doesn't sound like Patrick Mahomes to me, and you just said it. You know, that's less than Matthew Stafford or Baker Mayfield in that same span. I do think he's still a QB1 in the matchup that he has against Green Bay, but I think he'll land more towards the mid to low range this week because the Packers have been relatively stiff you know, against quarterbacks. Not a, not shut down, but they're only allowing the 10th fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. Trevor Lawrence has had two straight solid fantasy performances. He gets the Bengals at home this week on Monday night. Uh, I, I do think this is a Travis Etienne game, and we'll get there in a little bit, but I think... Lawrence is back in the top 10 for me with his last two performances. The fact that, you know, he has high enough of a floor. He's had that floor all year. He just hasn't shown his ceiling, though, until these past two weeks. Uh, And the matchup this week, you know, against the Bengals for quarterbacks isn't that bad at all. Right. And it's weird because he suddenly started running the ball. (laughs) You know, he has the three rushing touchdowns over the past two weeks, which is really, you know, doing a good thing for him. But I don't know if I want to rely on that on a weekly basis. I don't. He didn't have any rush touchdowns before these past two weeks on the season. So now he suddenly has these rushing touchdowns. It looks great, but I just don't think that this game is going to be that close. I think there's a, this is a situation, like you mentioned, it's, we're going to kind of lean into that Travis Etienne conversation later on. If the Jaguars go up, you're not going to leave Trevor Lawrence in the game. Like Trevor Lawrence might throw two touchdowns. And if it's Travis Etienne game, you know, he's going to have some touchdowns of his own potentially on the ground. I don't know. It, it might be like a, a self-imposed ceiling by the Jaguars offense if they go up early because I don't really think the Bengals are going to be keeping up with anybody on the scoreboard, let alone the Jaguars. And the Jaguars' pass, pass rush has been getting it done these past few weeks too. Josh Allen, you know, I don't know if you watched the game last week. He was all over the backfield. I just don't think Jake Browning is going to have a whole lot of success against that front. I, I think that this is a game where the, the Jaguars go up. It's going to be a positive game script, and it's going to be that Travis Etienne game. So I might not have Trevor Lawrence in my top 10. I do think he's top 15, though. So I'm tempering expectations just a little bit. I do have a very easy request for you guys. Uh, most of you who listen are not subscribed to the podcast. You just listen all the time, and it, I definitely appreciate that. But if you can take it one step forward and just take a few seconds to do that now and subscribe to the podcast, it helps us out so much. It helps us keep us. It helps keep us consistent. It helps improve the show. It helps more people find out about us, which in turn helps us improve the show. You know, more shows can be added. More types of shows can be added. We have a lot of plans for this podcast we have a lot of plans for this show and it's only going to get bigger and better but we need your help okay so hitting the follow button on your podcast means a ton hitting subscribe on youtube means everything as well if you're feeling amazingly generous today if you leave a five-star review on your podcast app that would mean the world too okay now there aren't a ton of streaming options i like this week i mentioned it on the waiver wire show yesterday i like russell wilson this week in houston He's been quietly getting it done. I like Gardner Minshew in Tennessee. Uh, Derek Carr at home in a great matchup against Detroit, uh, but he's missing a lot of his weapons, right? So I'm a little wary of putting him in my lineup if I have other options um, because, you know, when I look at Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, Matthew Stafford, Geno Smith, they all have tough matchups this week. So even without the weapons, I still might be starting Derek Carr over all those guys. 
Yeah, it's just really tough. Like, I don't know if I have the stomach for Derek Carr in my lineup. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with those weapons. Like, if Chris Olave is probably not going to play, he's going to be missing Rashid Shaheed. He's going to be missing, he's been missing Michael Thomas. Like, this is going to be an Alvin Kamara game, I think, 100%. And maybe he can capitalize that way. But Derek Carr just historically has been the definition of mid at quarterback. <laughs> like, he's not, he's just a low, mid to low QB2. His whole career, that's what he's been. I don't want to say if if the weapons were there, I would say, okay, maybe this is where he kind of beats back that narrative. It's a good matchup. I just feel like it's going to go to waste at this point because I don't know how much I trust A.T. Perry to be one of those guys in the receiving game that takes over. He did show a little connection with Jawan Johnson, but I don't know. This game also screams Taysom Hill to me because if they don't have anything going in the receiving game, they're just going to give it to Taysom Hill and see what he can do at this point. It's going to be a lot of Taysom Hill, a lot of Alvin Kamara, and a lot of Jawan Johnson for the Saints this week. Hopefully uh, hopefully Chris Olave can be back. So if, if Chris Olave, you know, isn't in there, then you might want to consider guys like Jordan Love and Baker Mayfield even in tougher matchups. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 